0: Welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty free music provided by Kevin MacLeod, plate mail games, and tabletop audio. And now to adventure. Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Buckner, and I'm the primary dungeon master for Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is episode number two, Upcoming Campaign Info. So let's start with the campaign setting, which is also known as the world the campaign takes place in. It's based on Spelljammer, which is from Advanced Dungeons & Dragons from 1989, And it's essentially a science fiction crossover kind of thing with Dungeons & Dragons where they have, you know, ships that fly around in space and go from planet to planet. And there's actually a fair number of rules in there, particularly about crystal spheres, which I won't get into, but I'm not actually using that. Essentially, it's going to be what you might expect from a science fiction movie mixed with D&D where people fly from uh, planet to planet on ships whereas the Crystal Spheres would be like its own contained universe within a sphere, and then you could go from one sphere to another, but I'm not going to use those rules. But the spelljammer campaign setting was always one of my favorites, because I very much like science fiction as well as fantasy. So the the upcoming campaign is starting on a location from the spelljammer set called the Rock of Brawl, that's spelled B-R-A-L, which is a merchant city of humans and other humanoids situated on an asteroid in wild space. That's going to be sort of the launching place for the campaign. All the players are writing into their characters' backstories that they all want to go to the Rock of Brawl for some reason or another, and that's where the campaign is going to start. So I think they're all excited about that. I know that I am. this should be a fun campaign. We have a lot of different house rules for this campaign. I really enjoy using house rules in my D&D campaigns. I like to make things up that kind of add a little bit more unique, customized flavor to my campaigns, which is something that I've learned from many other DMs over the years, many other dungeon masters who are the um, people who run the game. In case you're listening to this and you're not really familiar with D&D, the dungeon master or DM runs the game. So... Uh, House rules, some examples, I had a campaign called Points of Light, which was one that I had run a long time ago for a different group than, than the group that I have for the Knights of Roleplay. And some of the house rules, just as examples, are I had this thing called Being a Lightbringer, and everybody in the group was a Lightbringer, and they could use a bonus action to gain temporary hit points or transfer hit points to another Lightbringer as long as all of this is going on within 60 feet of another Lightbringer and that um, feature resets on a uh, short rest. If you're unfamiliar with some of these rules, some of these terms, please listen to episode number 3 of this podcast which is how to play 5e D&D which means 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. I'm going to have not a comprehensive um, explanation of the rules, but some explanation. So if you're new, you can listen to that. And some of what I'm saying right now will make a little more uh, sense. And I'm going to release the first three episodes all at once. So that episode should be available uh, immediately. Let's see. I was talking about house rules for Points of Light. And then there was another campaign that I had that was based on the world or the plan of existence of Innistrad which is from the Magic the Gathering game. I set the world inside of Innistrad, and there was a house rule that, depending on what province of origin that you were from, it gave you a certain color, because cards and magic have colors. So if you started in a certain province, you would be a certain color. And I said that people could be no more than two colors, because there are definitely cards in magic that are Two colors, three colors, four colors, five colors. So, I had new color-specific feats in the game that would allow a person to be two colors. So, if they were from one origin, sorry, one province of origin that made them green, and they took a color-specific feat that was white, like Lifelink, for example, then they would be those two colors. And you could take the feat Trample, which uh, made you green. So, I had kind of a fun way of integrating the color system using house rules and feats and province of origin and Innistrad. So that was really a lot of fun. And I actually had some new magic items based on magic, the gathering, like Avacyn's collar, where if you were wearing it and you died, you would become uh, a geist with, I believe it was half your normal hit points and uh, resistance to damage. So again, house rules are a lot of fun the Spacefarer's specific house rules for the Spacefarer's campaign. I have custom laser weapon house rules. I have custom black powder weapon house rules. And I have associated feats that go along with those. There are rules for laser weapons and black powder weapons in the back of the Dungeon Master's Guide. But those don't... They seem to be kind of overpowered. So I made my own custom rules, which I actually put into D and D and only my players really have access to that. But I wanted to make it I wanted to make those rules for laser and black powder weapons more balanced, as if you were just starting out and creating a character. I wanted those rules to work and be more balanced with things like crossbows and and longbows, etc, etc. And laser weapons does include laser swords, which people have been having a lot of fun with in the playtest adventures. There's also a house rule that I made up called action points, which is something from 4th edition D&D. It doesn't work the same, but I, I use the term because it was in 4th edition. And what you can do with an action point is you can... Uh, it doesn't cost an action to use, and you can use it to cast a cantrip or a bonus action spell, make a single weapon attack, or move up to your speed. Let's talk about the players for this campaign and their characters. So again, I'm Chris. I'm the Dungeon Master for this particular game. And we have Greg and John and Kate and Sarah, who are our players. And Greg is playing a a race called the Diva and a class called the Paladin. And again, if you want to know more about races and classes, um, there's more information about that in episode number three. Diva is a homebrew race, which I think you can actually find it in D&D Beyond, but this one in particular was was my own that I made up. And essentially, in any homebrew, in anywhere that you see divas, they're basically beings native to the astral sea that reincarnate after they die, and they sort of bring along with them some vague recollection um, of their previous lives. And uh, a paladin is basically like a holy warrior that uses divine um, magic. So John is a hobgoblin artificer, and a hobgoblin is from D anD D, and it is they are a relentless soldier race that are really into rigid tactics and orders. They're a goblinoid race, but they're they're tall. They're like human size. They're not goblinoid like like a typical goblin, which would be very short. And uh, he's playing an artificer, which is like it sounds. They use artifice to create items and to work with magic items and they're inventors and they can kind of wear a lot of hats and it should be a lot of fun for John. My wife, Kate, she is playing a Asmar fighter rogue and an Asmar is from D&D, which uh, they bear within their souls the light of the heavens and are born to serve as champions of the gods. And uh, a fighter rogue is pretty much what it sounds like if you're not familiar with D&D. You know, you're a fighter with a lot of fighting skill and a rogue, um, so you have stealth and other things like that. Sarah is playing a Kalashdar sorcerer. And Kalashdar is a compound race created from the union of humanity and renegade spirits from the plane of dreams. Sounds pretty cool, right? I think she's going to have fun with that. And a sorcerer is, again, basically just what it sounds like. It's, it's a magic-using class. Eventually, the players, their characters will be a part of a ship's crew that will have a bunch of interesting characters on the ship as well. So that is essentially the information about the upcoming campaign. And again, if any of the rules things that I mentioned were a little bit difficult for you to comprehend, you can listen to episode number three, which has a basic overview of D&D rules. So thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. you enjoyed this podcast please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found please tell your friends about knights of roleplay and spread the word through social media we can be found on twitter at knights of rp and on facebook and instagram at knights of roleplay and on our website at com. your help and support are greatly appreciated